Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl PK and welcome to the PK Project Podcast. My name is Porsche Kimball. I am located in Dallas, Fort Worth. It is the first of the month. And this may be your first time listening to me or watching me on my YouTube channel. Uh, I've decided to make some changes this month, but first, let me go back and do a little intro. You may or may not know, uh, I have been in the cake industry for 20 years. I am a home baker. I have my own flavoring line. I have two cake retreats, and I'm a very, very crazy, busy person that's super organized, and I love every bit of it. But one of the topics that people had asked me to talk about on my Instagram was work-life balance. And when I was working my job and working my business, one of the things I was fortunate to do is just that, work my business while at work. Some people can juggle that. Some people can't, depending on your profession. That was another way for me to be able to do everything. And again, I know not everyone is able to do that. As things have shifted after COVID, you know, things are are different than what they used to be. And now that I am an entrepreneur and I'm not working a corporate job for now, just a little over a year, work-life balance has become different for me. And I think it's different for all of us because some people have to go in the office so many days a week if you're, you know, an entrepreneur and you're working your corporate job. Some people just work from home. Some people are single like me with no kids. Some people have kids. Some people are single parents. There's a lot of dynamics and elements that go into this whirlwind cycle of work-life balance because it is different for everyone. I used to have a schedule, which I still work off of for people who make cakes, where you, you know, bake on Mondays, crumb coat on Tuesdays, final coat Tuesday or Wednesday, decorate Thursday, do any extras on Friday and kick the cake out or your project on Saturday. Or if you have some sort of emergency or your kids have something going on, you have that extra day, which is Wednesday or Thursday to, you know, take off or just kind of get, you know, things in order. So that's kind of where I've been uh, with the whole cake process, but it has changed, like I said, because I don't have to go to work every day. So I had to ask myself, like I had to have a come to Jesus and be like, what it, what does it look like to maximize my time each day? You know, I have ups and downs and still like an emotional roller coaster at times due to my breakup since I, I haven't moved out. It hasn't even been, has it even been six months? I don't know. It's been four almost five months since I moved. Sometimes I, you know, have wave of emotions about that because my life looks different. I live in a different place. And also what does my life look like not having a corporate job and being so busy? You know, I used to hear people always say like, oh, I thrive on pressure, which is possible. Or, oh, I work better under pressure. And I used to say working better under pressure is like saying I drive better drunk. That's my analogy. I don't think it's fair for anyone. I don't care if it's cake or whatever it is for people to take other people's money for something, wait till the last minute and execute. That that's not what you do when you go get your hair done. You don't want to go and go to the salon and someone walk in late and say, oh, I have all the stuff to do your hair now. They weren't prepared to do your hair before you came in, even though you made the appointment or prepared to pay. You know, you were there on time 
And if you look at it like that, that's not fair. Or you hire someone to cater, you know, an event for you and they literally walk in and tell you like, oh, I don't have any utensils. Oh, I don't have any plates. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have enough staff. You would be like, what did I pay for? So I think we have to internalize that and think, even though you are a person who's running a business, how would you like if someone else that you did business with do you the way that you're doing people? You you really have no clue. And, you know, not that I've always been the best business owner at times, but as time has gone on and being in, in any industry for a certain amount of time, you do learn things, you do change, you do evolve, you do see things, you know, and you look back at things you could do better, which we all have done that. So as far as a work-life balance goes, my my best suggestion, one, is to write everything down. Uh, as I've gotten older, you know, you have to write things down. Is this thing on? Oh, my God. I don't even know if this damn thing was on or not, but we're going to go. <laughs> I'm like, is the microphone on? Like, I don't even know what's happening. This is so crazy. Okay. Work-life balance. One, you have to write it down. I'm getting older, but even in my older age, I always wrote things down. And now you have your phone with notes. That's what the notes section is for. If you're not using the notes, you're living under a rock. Or as I like to just do pen and paper. If you can see me, I have pen and paper. I like to write out everything that I have going on for the week. You don't have to say Monday, this Tuesday, this. You can if you want to. The other thing is I used to be a planner person. I like a planner for the month, but I feel like I'm not utilizing the planner. So I had to get back on the planner, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Okay, once you write it all down, let's say you are in the cake industry or you're a cookie maker. You know what days you need to bake. You know how many orders you've taken. You know what your work schedule looks like. Maybe your kids have soccer or basketball. Some people will say, oh, I work better at night because my kids are asleep. Why not just get up earlier? Why limit yourself? You know, I noticed that people want to sleep eight hours and be successful. And those two things just don't go hand in hand. I'm not saying you don't need eight hours of sleep. What I'm saying is you're not always going to get eight hours of sleep. Just like saying, you know, I just had a baby, but I'm going to sleep eight hours. I'm sure anyone that's had a baby didn't get a full eight hours of sleep because their baby was crying. So you have to be open minded with the time. If you say I work better when the kids are asleep, the kids are probably asleep in the morning too. But I know some people aren't morning people. Some people work at night, better at night. But I'm one of those people, I don't want to stay up late and then I have to get up and go to work the next day. I would prefer to like get up at 5.30, put my cakes in the oven by 6. And, and then I would bake the cakes as I was getting ready for work and getting the kids ready. That way they would be cooling down before I went to work and then I could, you know, level them and then put them in the freezer before I went to work. So that way, I mean, I could come home and do what I needed to do. I wouldn't even have to deal with that. That's how my mind works. The other thing is prep work. Let's say that you're in real estate. You know, you have showings during the week. Is there something special you want to do for your clients that are looking at the home? Do you want to go, you know, get cookies made? Do you want to pick up cupcakes? Do you want to gift them with something? Those are things that you need to do if you know what your week looks like. Why would you have an appointment at three o'clock and then just leave at 2.30? No, I would say you'd want to leave at two. 
because you want to get there early. You never know what's going to happen. The other thing is, like I said, it's prep. If you're someone who bakes or you're someone who cooks, of course, we know food only lasts for so long. However, there are things you can do to prepare. The next thing is, what are the steps for you to get there? Are there steps? And in those steps, you have to leave wiggle room for any emergency or, you know, Sometimes you just have a breakdown or sometimes you just don't feel like doing shit. You just be like, you know what? Today's not the day. I had a rough day at work Wednesday. I want to go home and drink, you know, a whole bottle of wine. But you feel comfortable doing that because you did everything you needed to do on Monday and Tuesday, which gives you that day, that daytime of, okay, I'm relieved. I've done 50 to 65% of the work. If you have kids, I have a coaching program. I had a lady who has kids, (coughs) excuse me, and The kids were not on a schedule. Whose fault is that? Not the kids. If you don't have structure, then you don't have structure. If you don't have structure at home, where else? You you can't have structure anywhere else. When I was in therapy, my therapist used to say, whatever you apply in your personal life is is the same thing you need to apply in your business. Because what was happening is I was like, when it came to business, it was very black and white. I was like, nope, nope, nope. If you don't pay this time, you don't get this. If you don't do this, I can't help you. Why was I not applying the things in the boundaries for my work to my personal life? It's the same thing. You can't sit here and say, well, if you don't pay this invoice by Friday, I can't do it. But then with your kids, you're not having those same boundaries. Everything needs to feel the same across the board. And I hope none of the moms are mad at me for saying that. Because I don't have kids, but I know that kids like structure. And I also know that You can't have structure if you have chaos where you lay your head. Let me say that again. You cannot have structure if you have chaos where you lay your head. The other thing is, let's be real with ourselves. Are you a night person? Are you a day person when it comes to doing work? Are you a lazy person? And that's okay to admit if you're lazy. Are you a last minute person? Are you an organized person? Ask yourself, which one are you? And get real with yourself. You know, I have some friends that from all over that are in the cake industry and will talk on the phone about the type of cake they're going to do and how excited they are. But then when it comes time to execute, it's very lackluster. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's going to take too long. Oh, I was going to do this, but I just don't feel like doing it. And it's kind of like, why? Why take on the project or the order if you're not going to do your best? Why would you do it? What is the point when they could go somewhere else and get what they paid for or even even better? Not saying that what you were not what you were going to make is bad. It's just. Where did it go? Some people just are lazy. Some people are just procrastinators. And I think if you know that, that's fine. But I also think if you know you're a procrastinator, you have to take baby steps up until what what needs to happen. If you're a procrastinator, do 30 minutes on Monday. You're a procrastinator, do 15 minutes on Tuesday. You're one of those people that that just can't stay focused for several hours, you know, at a time, then do bits and pieces to get to the end of the race. I'm not like that. I like to get my shit done. I'm going to bake on Tuesday. I'm going to crumb coat on Tuesday. I don't like to make buttercream the next day. If I'm making buttercream, I'm making it for everything. 
I'll put my cakes in the freezer for an hour or hours, run errands, come back. I'm going to do a final coat on Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm going to do whatever else I need to do. Right now, fondant is just not the rave. So I'm going to do what I need to do, and I'll put that cake in the refrigerator. Now, if you want more in-depth, all of that is on my Instagram page and my highlights. So I'm not going to go through all of that. But I'm telling you, write it down and put it in front of you. If you have to write shit down and put it on a sticky note and put it on your bathroom mirror, So it's a reminder, do that. If you need to set alarms for reminders for yourself, do that. Let me let me just tell you how organized I am. If I'm dating someone and I know they have a lot going on and they have shared, oh, I have this on this day, I have this on this day. Like when I dated this doctor, he was like, I have an exam on this day. Oh, I have, you know, this on this day. I'm gonna set my alarm for an hour and a half prior to say good luck, wish you well, do amazing, sweetie, I'm thinking of you. That's the kind of person I am in general. And I'm also a selfish person. I've been a selfish friend. That's another That's another episode. However, it's up to you to be organized. If you want to know where you're at in your life, go have a look in your closet. Why would you take up space for th- with things that don't serve you anymore. You have to start somewhere with this work-life balance. Get rid of things that do not serve you. You know why? Because it's like one of those teeter-totter, those little things that you used to play on the playground. Your butt's on the ground. It's not even. There's no balance. The sooner you start letting go of things, your butt starts lifting off the ground on the seesaw. That way you and your friend can be balanced. You have to be balanced. Start with your closet. Start with your kitchen. Start in the guest closet. Start with your kids' clothes that don't fit. Give them to someone who can benefit. Take that load off. You'll start to see a shift because you're making a change. Do what you can. Mondays are hard. Maybe Tuesday's your Monday. You can always start on Tuesday. I worked at a company. Tuesday was our Monday. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But I also think it's okay to recognize when you need a break. That's why I'm saying if you start early, it's not an emergency. If you start early on your project, you don't have to wait till the end of the week and you're just so goddamn crazy and spent. Sometimes it's cheaper if you do things early on because you can actually prep yourself. What do I have here? What do I have going on? What do I need to buy? My motto this year was dig into what you have. I had a last minute cake order last week and I was like, oh my God, I got to run the cake supply store and get all this crap. I already had a box. I already had a drum. I already had straws. The only thing I needed to get was the name from my friend who made it from the cricket because I couldn't get acrylic. It was too late. Uh, I also had to get flowers and some decorative, other decorative pieces. Those were the only things I needed to get. But in my mind, I didn't have any of those things until I took the time and looked and I was like, you know what? I'm not spending as much money as I thought I needed to spend because I took the time to dig. So if you're last minute and you're not paying attention, it can cost you more if you're not paying attention to what you already have. Let me say that again. It can cost you more if you're not paying attention to what you already have. If you go back to a time where you know that you rushed, 
It could be a work project that you did not feel prepared for because your lack of preparation. It could be an assignment for your kids that you just didn't feel like doing it. They didn't get a great grade. Uh, it could be making a cake or cookies. And you're like, you know what? If I would have made these cookies sooner, the rural icing would have dried. And then I would have been able to package them properly and they wouldn't have smeared. Think back to a time that you felt some sort of way and uncomfortable and you're like, you know what, if I just would have done this, that one step or those two steps, if I would have just taken the time, it would have looked a thousand percent better. Even if you're in real estate, you know what, maybe if I would have just taken the time to get there 15 minutes early instead of having my clients sit here on the curb waiting for me to open the doors to this house, maybe they would have stayed with me um, as a real estate agent, because their time is valuable. And because I was late as a first impression, they don't want to do business with me anymore because now that leaves this lingering feeling like he doesn't care. Or she doesn't care about my time. Those are the things you have to think about. The other thing that I have to tell you is be your own customer. Be your own customer. Would you like not getting a contract? Would you like not getting a phone call? Would you like not getting a follow-up email? Would you like not getting a date and time on a calendar invite on when to pick up your order or where to meet someone to get something? Would you like those things? And if the answer is no, then you need to change some shit up because if you don't like being a customer of yourself, how do you think it is to actually be a real customer of you? That's what you have to remember. I have not always been the greatest you know, on responding to people, but I have to take a step back and also reestablish boundaries. Like I have a cake summer party. Everyone knows the invoices go on the first. They have the entire month to pay it. Today, there was probably a dozen people. It was overdue. I sent reminders a few days ago. I had one lady come back and say, hey, can you double up my payment? I'll pay them both on the fifth. And I said, not a problem. I've made the adjustment. However, you need to communicate that prior and not after the invoice is due. That's not fair to me because really I could have just canceled it and given someone else that spot. Just I giving that spot to someone else because to me it's disrespectful that you didn't take my policy and procedures seriously. Now, if it was you and you sent the invoice to someone and they didn't pay it, then it's like, oh, they didn't care. They didn't care enough to pay. These are my policy and procedures. Okay, but what about me when I tell you that? These are the things that I feel like people are not considering. They're just not. I think as business owners, I think it's okay to reach out and send an email instead of just cutting someone off at the knees, which I've done. There's some people that are probably, you know, really pissed off, which I don't think I know. They're not customers of mine anymore. They don't follow anymore. They've taken that negative, you know, situation of my feedback or my response and they have carried it with them for years and they have spread it like I do on spreading my legs on a, on a first date. They're wide open. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's just wide open. There's, there's nothing off limits. Okay. There's nothing off limits. That's what I do. I'm just telling you. So yeah. Have a work-life balance. And I also think it's important to sit down and ask yourself, why are you waiting so late to execute? Why are you waiting so long to give a, an um, impeccable service to someone, an impeccable product? Why would you do that to the customer? Why would you do it to yourself? 
Why would you do it to your kids? Why would you do it to your spouse? Because all the people in your home are affected by your procrastination and you're you not being prepared. That was deep. That, that was. Because I'm telling you, if you decide to take on something last minute or you're like, oh, I forgot. I mean, why would you even do that to yourself? Do you, can you imagine just taking a week and writing everything down saying, okay, I'm going to, a Sunday, writing everything down. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to do this. Because preparation is key. How do you think athletes are so successful when they perform? Because they've been preparing for this moment all this time. They didn't decide, like, I'm just going to go to practice on Friday and I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to run a little bit and then I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. And then what happens when you're not prepared, you're exhausted, you don't want to do anything, especially if you're still working and doing a business. Why would you keep tormenting yourself like this? Write it. I'm telling you, if you take anything from this podcast episode, write your shit down and then execute by taking action. You don't have to start on Monday like we always want to do on a diet. You can start any day. If you've already messed up, one thing I learned when I was in Weight Watchers, let's say you end up cheating for lunch. That doesn't mean that you carry on the cheating for the rest of the day. Reset for dinner. Reset with the healthy snack after lunch to dinner. It's okay to start at any time. No one said you had to wait 24 hours or 12 hours to start again. You can literally start at any time. Any time. If you're an affirmation person like myself, write down five to 10 affirmations, say five one day, say five the next about being organized, about fulfilling what you need to fulfill for yourself. The other thing that I can suggest is take 30 minutes a day for yourself for a good work-life balance. I tell all my coaching students this, 30 minutes is nothing. 30 minutes, and I don't mean work, doing anything with your kids. 30 minutes means reading or getting on social media or taking a hot bubble bath, drinking some wine, walking outside, whatever that is, take that 30 minutes for yourself that nobody can interrupt. If you're a single mom and you need time, maybe that means when your kids take a nap, you, you know, dance around the house naked. I don't know whatever you want to do. Maybe your 30 minutes is I'm going to just go sit in the car (laughs) because it happens. I need that time. But listen, Schedule your time for yourself. I heard Ryan Seacrest one time saying he schedules his workouts like a meeting because his workouts are important to him. He schedules that time and you have to do the same thing. I did that for myself today. I scheduled one hour out of the day. I originally was going to do 30 minutes. It ended up being an hour and I was like, wow, 30 minutes on myself to focus, get my thoughts together, see what I have to do for the rest of the week and get on top of it. So If I go ahead and upload and do everything I need today, do what I need to do today, tomorrow may be a free day. Tomorrow may be the day I go have lunch with friends and drinks because I did so much today. Maximize your time as much as you can. If you work and you need to go grocery shopping, take your lunch time to go do what you need to do. That's just what happens. But don't get caught up in doing everything last minute because there's no balance in last minute. There's no balance in rushing. You will feel better. Your projects will look better. Your business deals will prosper more if you take the time to write it down, 
Come up with a plan of action and do what you need to do. And if you feel like that's not something you can do, go back in your mind and think of a time that you know that you messed up because you did not prepare. You did not do what you need to do. Keep that feeling with you because you don't want to feel like that again. All right, everyone, make sure, again, write it down. I don't care if it's a planner. I don't care if it's, you know, honey, write it on your hand like we used to do when we was in school. Do what you need to do. Write on a sticky note, okay? But whatever it is, get organized. Organization doesn't mean a big planner. It doesn't mean folders. It doesn't mean tabs. It simply means being accountable, being aware, and writing it down. Thanks, everyone. This is the PK Project Podcast. Coming to you from Dallas, Texas. You can catch me on Instagram at Portia.Kimble. You can catch me on TikTok. You can catch me on my website, pkbakes.com. No www. I'm also on Facebook. Hell, I'm just everywhere, like a 7-Eleven. So make sure you catch me, follow me. And uh, next up, more important things to talk about. Thanks, everyone.